0: Yeah, so I, Bob blindsided me a little bit, right? So I, I went up to work, what I, I thought was to um, help Bob when he was ranking member on a subcommittee that oversaw the agency that I came from. Um, that part was gonna be challenging, but um, felt in my wheelhouse. And a couple of weeks in, it was like, oh, surprise. Um, Bob <laughs> is gonna step out, work on carbon pricing, um, first Republican to write a carbon tax bill, um, and lucky me, I had to figure out what that meant. Uh, so there wasn't a lot to draw on then, right? So we had the carbon price. That part was pretty straightforward. Um, but the what we did with the revenue was we bought down um, payroll taxes, which directly interacts with the Social Security program. And then we were going to introduce this novel concept called a border carbon adjustment, which at that point, the academic literature was... Gary Hofbauer at the Peterson Institute has found a footnote in an annex document to a WTO agreement, and that was the justification for a border carbon adjustment.
1: So we had to take that and turn it into
0: legislative language. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> if it weren't for Bob um, making sure that that made it in, it would have been really easy to write this bill without a border carbon adjustment component. Um, that's what Waxman Markey did because it was so hard. Uh, So that there is a literature on it now that the European Union is talking about it. Um, Bob couldn't have foreseen any of that. So right when we were when we were hanging this on a footnote to an annex document, um, Bob had the the vision to see that we couldn't price carbon without pricing it at the border, too. Um, And it's really changed how we talk about carbon policy.